Hello and welcome to another edition of the Turd Ferguson Report podcast. This is Art Mosley, your host. And today on our conversations with coaches, we go to West Georgia to Carrollton to be specific to talk to the head coach of the Carrollton Trojans, Coach Sean Calhoun. Coach Calhoun, how are you doing today? Art, awesome. Uh, thank, thank you for having me on your show. Very excited to, uh, to get the talk with you a little bit and talk about little Carrollton Trojan football. Coach, before we start talking about your team, let's talk a little bit about you. I know before we started recording, we were talking a little bit about some of the similarities are uh, we had in, in places where I'm from and people you know from there. But what's your history? Where'd you, uh, where'd you get your first start coaching and, and uh, maybe who's had the most influence on you? Yes, sir. Uh, so just obviously just a real quick rundown. Um, I played at Burkmar High School in Lilburn, in Lilburn, Georgia, in Gwinnett County. And then I went to college, walked on at Valdosta State University and stayed down there for, let's see, I redshirted. So I, so, so I played five years down there, um, was a part of a national championship team and then wanted to get into coaching. So got into the graduate assistant life and, and the GA lifestyle and uh, my first year was at Northern State University in Aberdeen, South Dakota, and did not know why the good Lord was sending me all the way up to South Dakota. Uh, fast forward a little bit. Um, uh, the the beautiful lady that I married, uh, that's why he sent me up there. <laughs> um, her name is Kelly. So she's actually born and raised in South Dakota, and she was playing volleyball at the school that I was uh, GAing at. And then, and then I came back to Valdosta State and coached for two seasons, uh, was a part of another national championship team. And then I got into high school coaching. And then so, and, and then so Kelly, girlfriend at the time, she moves down here with me and we kind of start our life as, as a high school coaching family. And our, and, and our first job was at Berrien County High School, uh, 2A school in South Georgia. Uh, in between Tifton and Valdosta in Nashville, Georgia. I never knew there was Nashville, Georgia until I until I visited there and interviewed there and had two great seasons there. And then we went to Collins Hill High School in Swanee, Georgia. Um, head coach at the time was Kevin Reach and uh, had an awesome, fantastic four years there. We coached some really good football players, made the playoffs every year, semifinal one year. And then I started getting the head coach kind of itch. And I didn't want to just take a job just to take a job, just to kind of get the, you know, the head coach title by my, by my name. So, um, you know, started interviewing for a couple of jobs and I was getting close. I was getting close and just needed after that fourth year at Collins Hill. Um, I, I was, I was, I thought I was going to get a job and I didn't. And so I was like, all right, what, you know, what's, what's kind of holding everything back. And so I got in touch with coach uh, Propes down at Colquitt County high school. We had met each other actually at a small South Georgia all-star game when I was at Berrien County and we kind of stayed in touch and he had a spot open and I said, Hey, I kind of want to learn how to run a program. So who better to learn it from than him and went down there in 14 and 15 and just jumped on that train and we went 30 and 0 and won back to back state championships and just what a ride and everything I learned, um, you know, just from him and just being in that community and, uh, you know, in a football program like that, 
uh, it really set me up to to have some success here at Carrollton. So 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 I get done in the 15 season, and the Carrollton job comes open, and uh, and I didn't know anybody, and you know, and I'm not naive. Normally, you kind of you know don't have a chance when, when you <laughs> when you when you don't know anybody. And I just sent my resume and cover letter and, you know, kind of a couple of weeks went by and I get a call from the principal and I come up here to interview. And um, then I got a second interview and um, thank, thank goodness they offered me the job and I took it and uh, just finished my third season going into year four this year. Uh, been We've been to the quarterfinals all three years. So we've been to game 13, which is really good, which is really good. But we want to be great. So, you know, so we're trying to we're trying to figure out a way to to get over that hump and just very excited and honored to be, you know, the head coach at Carrollton. Uh, it's a great community, you know, a lot of a lot of a lot of similarities to a South Georgia football town. And, uh, you know, so super excited to, to uh, start start year four. Coach, how do you spend the offseason? You talked about in the first three years at Carrollton making a pretty deep playoff run in the quarterfinals. Uh, but is there anything you do to get away, or is it, uh, man, as soon as that uh, that uh, loss to Stockbridge last year, you kind of get right back at it the next day? Well, first and foremost, uh, we definitely make it known to the kids coming back that the next day is when the next season starts. You know, that's how it starts for – for the individuals coming back. Mm-hmm. My, I kind of, I kind of split the program up then just briefly because I got to get them ready for the next season, but also I got my outgoing seniors and now all of our focus is on getting them to college and getting, and, and, and getting them recruited. Like national signing day here at Carrollton is a big deal. That's, that's arguably my, that's arguably my most favorite day. I mean, I love that day. I mean, we hold a big old, I mean, just a big old program forum. And, you know, I mean, it's a day that these kids will never forget. And so it's kind of twofold there, um, you know, and then we, you know, we just, we kind of, we give them a little bit of time, you know, cause I mean, we made it to the, to the third round. So you're looking at, you know, Thanksgiving, you mm-hmm. know, well, you've been really truly at it, you know, since April. You know, since you started spring practice, I mean, that's, you know, that's a, that's a long time. So, you know, so we kind of let them, you know, focus on their finals and, you know, but we start talking about next year. And then when that January comes around, you know, I mean, it's on, you know, I mean, it's, it's time to, it's time to get focused on the next year and, you know, everybody take our ownership, you know, of what we could have done better and what we didn't, didn't do good enough, you know, to win game 15, the only give out one trophy, you know, and that's, that's hard to get, you know, and so, you know, uh, we just kind of focus on that and then and just, just kind of as the off season goes, we just kind of got to get it. Also, there's football season and then there's waiting for football season, <laughs> you know, so, you know, so we don't, we, <laughs> I don't know if there is an off season, uh, but you know, that's just a time for our conditioning and really just hitting the weight room hard. And, uh, but, but I definitely think it is very important and, one thing that I definitely talk to my to my coaches a lot about, you know, they you got to get away at some point. You know, m- me and my wife have been going on. We started it when we got here at Carrollton, you know, uh, in February, um, just kind of getting away for four or five days. And, you know, I mean, you, you just you have to, mm-hmm. um, it, you know, uh, so there's 
but it's a great balance and you know and then before you blink it's spring practice before you blink it's summer and before you blink just like this week you got a scrimmage <laughs> so it's you know it just comes it just comes fast coach what kind of new projects or new exciting things do you have going on over at Carrollton right now Great question. One, uh, hopefully by the end of September, construction on our campus will finally come to a halt. I, it's it's been it'll be weird because every time every day that I've driven up the last three and a half years, there's been tractors and everything moving. So we're we're just now having phase three of our brand new school building completely done. Um, the entire building is is done. Uh, it is state of the art. It is top notch. Any any and everything you can imagine that can go into a school building for student and learning success is going in there. And then athletically, and I can't even believe that that I get a chance to, to speak on it. But we're opening a indoor facility. We're going to be the first the first school in the state of Georgia to have a full 120 yard field uh, that's completely enclosed. Uh, we're, we're opening a brand new 9,000 square foot weight room that is attached right to the field. So we'll have roll up doors that roll up and then we'll go right onto the field. Um, and also in that, in, in the, uh, complex will be a, uh, auxiliary gym and then also a massive room that'll be for cheerleading and for wrestling. But, you know, to have a field that is completely covered, no matter what the weather, no matter what the heat, we can go in there and then it's 120 yards is is beyond incredible but more importantly it shows the love and support that this community has because the indoor part was all privately funded wow and oh unbelievable and you know and you just you just don't find that everywhere and that's what makes Carrollton very 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 special that is absolutely special coach and thanks for sharing man that's a lot going on uh, down there in Carrollton Coach, the uh, history of the Carrollton Trojans program has probably been well documented. I believe seven state titles, the first one dating back to 1956. Uh, so I can only imagine what the expectation is in the city of Carrollton or, uh, or over there in Carroll County. Uh, but what is your, uh, what are some of your expe- expectations for the program, and what are you looking forward to the most this season? You know, uh, my expectation is to keep this winning tradition alive. It is to enhance it, to take it to the next level. You know, I mean, you look, you look, you know, you said 1956. Well, we have our state championship and our region championship and our state playoff uh, signboard right in our stadium since 1956. To 2018, we've missed the playoffs like five years, mm-hmm. you know, and, and there's not a whole lot of places that can say that, you know, this is a place that that kind of the groundwork has been set. You know, now it's just how can I enhance it? How can I take it to the next level? Like one of the biggest things on my interview was this place isn't broken. You know, it just needs a fresh coat of paint, new set of tires and let's roll. You know, and that's kind of the mindset that I've taken. I want to be at a place that hot that has high expectations. You know, um, that's how that's how I live my life, and so that's how you know that's the environment that I that I want to build. That's the environment that 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 we translate to our players. That's the environment that I you know that I demand from our coaches, 
because what what I demand of the coaches, they're you know I'm going to get, and what you and what us and what we demand for our players, for the most part, that's what you're going to get, you know. And so that's why we're always just striving to be the best. At the end of the year, we want to be the one hosting the trophy. We want to be the one, you know, kind of holding up that that number one finger and you know and we got two main goals this year one win the region championship we want to play home playoff games here at grisham stadium uh this is an unbelievable facility can be an unbelievable home field advantage and you don't have to travel you know and our and and trojan nation doesn't have to travel Mm -hmm. and then and then number two is to win a state championship you know we had our team meeting i always have a big team meeting going into game week and you know, and we had the one going into our scrimmage this week, and it was seniors. How's this year going to be different? Y'all have been to game 13 for three straight years. What's going to be different about this season? How do you guys want to be remembered? And, you know, so um, we just got those two main goals, you know, and then, but we're not overlooking anybody or anything. Just that's the path we got to take to knock those two goals out. We are, we've been, We've been working towards it. So, Coach, uh, you talked about those two goals. What are the challenges that stand in your way or, or maybe the biggest challenge that stands in your way as, as you come into this season? You know, one, I think, is to just getting teenagers in general, you know, to not necessarily believe in that because I think they all want to win. I think, I think every player on every high school team in the entire state of Georgia – wants to win a championship. But in my opinion, when you get the ones that truly are willing to do whatever it takes to get there. And so it's getting our players to do that. And it's not just getting three of them or five of them. It's getting the 11 that are out there on the field to truly do any and everything they can for each other, for me, for you know the name on the front of their jersey but also the name on the back of their jersey anything that they can do to win because i mean that's at at, at the end of the day why do we all do sports why do we all do stuff that's competitive because everybody wants to win Mm -hmm. everybody everybody wants to win but everybody can't always win and so you know you you just when you can get them there and you can and you're all moving in the right direction you know, that's when that's when you see special things really start to happen, you know. So, you know, that's that's obviously a big hurdle, you know, getting kids to push past being uncomfortable, you know, push past whether it's that sprint or that last rep in the weight room or, you know, it's fourth and, you know, it's fourth and one, you know, and you're in the third overtime, you know, and you just got to you got to dig deep. You know, your mind's telling you that you can't go anymore. You know, you just kind of try to push past, you know, feeling, you know, that just that discomfort. And when you can get those kids to do that and see that's the other thing. But to see that they're going to be okay, like we always tell them, look, we're never going to do anything that that you're going to hurt yourself. Mm -hmm. You're never going to do anything that you're not going to be put in a situation to succeed, you know, and then also just overcoming our inexperience. You know, we're going to have kids that come out this Thursday that have never played varsity football before. And that's a and that's a and that's a 10th grader and that's an 11th grader. We have some seniors that we move positions. So, yeah, they may have played, 
but it's a different position. So, you know, but what I told them is that's not an excuse. They've been playing football for a long time. They've been playing with this bunch now since April, which, you know, April and May spring practice and all summer. And now we do these padded camps. And so you do a lot more in the summer now that, that you used to not be able to. So, you know, you're kind of ahead of the curve, ahead of the game there, you know, so it's just when the lights come on, you know, and, and the last slide that I, that I, that I showed them on our team meeting was when it's game time, there's one of two things you're going to get it done or you're not, Mm -hmm. you you know, and, you know, it's just, you know, it's just overcoming, you know, just kind of overcoming all that, that the only way to, the only way to, you know, to get through it is, is repetition and the only way to get through it is just them guys getting getting game experience coach sean calhoun for the Carrollton trojans joins us on the turd ferguson reports conversations with coaches coach let's switch gears a little bit and talk about your team um un- unless someone has been uh, uh under a rock here the last couple of years they no one would uh they everyone would know uh, the names kevin swint and chas chambliss perhaps two of the best linebackers in the state of georgia uh i know those guys are are, are, are tops when people talk about uh Carrollton football but who are some of the other players and you can include those two, uh, uh, Swinton Chambliss, but who are some of the other players on your team that uh, kind of stand out on the field for you? Yes, sir. You know, so obviously, first and foremost, you know, in Kevin Swinton, Chas Chambliss, you know, it's kind of like how much time we got. You know, I, mean, I, could, <laughs> I, I could talk about them too for, you know, I mean, literally the day they, st- the day that they stepped in eighth grade, like when they got done in eighth grade, we knew that they were going to be with us. I mean, they both went through, they both went through varsity spring as rising ninth graders. Mm -hmm. And you couldn't tell that they were in eighth grade, you know, um, you know, obviously Kevin's committed to Clemson, uh, Chaz, you know, Chaz has every offer in America, um, you know, and so, but just on top of that, they're, they're great kids. They're great kids. They both have over a 3.5 GPA. Um, they both have a great foundation at home. Uh, they're great teammates. They're great practice players. You know, they're kids that are elite. Mm-hmm. They're kids that I'm, I'm probably not going to see one, maybe ever again, or two, they just don't come around too often, you know? So those are obviously two, you know, two kids who will end up being for your, for your starters for us. But, you know, um, some other kids for us would be, you know, probably uh, our other three highest recruited kids right now is we got a running back linebacker. Uh, his name's Mikos Todd. So he's, you know, he's uh, he's an extremely, extremely talented football player. Uh, he's been, you know, in his probably top offers, I think, are North Carolina, Ole Miss, um, you know, some and and handful like that so so he plays both sides of the ball for us then we got a defensive lineman named travis lockhart who's committed to florida atlantic right now real long rangy athletic strong defensive end can play the five can play the four um and then we got and actually we got a we got a young kid a rising sophomore uh, at quarterback and you know in my opinion you got a quarterback you always got a chance mm-hmm. and his name is miles morris and he's a 6'1 175 180 pound just gun slinger i mean this kid it, he he has been blessed 
with an arm, um, phenomenal kid, just a football junkie, and he and he's been offered by just about everybody in the SEC. He'll end up having he'll end up having them all, and uh, he's and he's he's extremely talented. We also got a defense lineman, uh, Robert Johnson, who's who right now is a big he's he's a big one double A guy right now. Mercer Hampton and um, Ham sorry Howard and a handful of others, you know, and then you kind of get into guys that I think are going to have really good senior film and really, you know, and really have a really good season. You know, we got a tight end, long snapper, Chase Cipolla. Um, He plays football. He wrestles and plays lacrosse and has a 4.0 GPA. Wow. (laughs) And scored a 27 (laughs) on the ACT. Um, you know, I mean, he's been, I mean, he's getting looks by obviously some military schools, Ivy league schools, you know, so like this year will be huge for him. We got a set of twins, Malachi and Micah Moten, one plays offense, one plays defensive line. You know, they have multiple NAIA D2 offers. Um, you know, we got a, we got a, a very good running back, uh, tandem, Cody Brewer and Brandon Marinko, you know, I mean, they're picking up, you know, one double a. Uh, interest division two interest you know and then and sometimes there's just those special years you kind of have kids who may not go on to college you know and play football or just really good high school football players you know and then we got a you know we got a we got a big junior class like a like a, a huge junior class i mean we possibly could sign we could sign 10 to 12 out of that class you know, I mean, we, we got a linebacker, Jared Ned, who's already got a Liberty offer. You know, um, I think one of the sleepers in the whole deal is, a, you know, is a 6'3", 320-pound lineman. We got Lyndon Cooper. I think he's really going to blow up. You know, then we got a receiver who's the number one pole vaulter in the state. You know, so he's going to have to choose between football and pole vaulting. And his name's Grant Briscoe. And uh, we got Jared Morrow, offensive lineman. He already has a Jacksonville State offer. Um, we got the best kicker in the state. He's just a phenomenal soccer player. Uh, his name is Damien Dominguez, you know, so he's, so he's probably going to have to choose between the two and, you know, then you guys, then we got linebackers, Jarius Edwards, Brock Bibby, you know, I mean, they're, they're, they're college football players. We got a defensive back, Derek Witherspoon, his dad played for Clemson, his dad, and then his dad played for the Eagles. You know, um, he's a football, you know, he's a, he's, he's, he's going to be starting for us. You know, and then you look at our, you know, rising sophomore class. Obviously, you got the quarterback, Miles, but then we got a running back, Keyshawn Ridley, you know, and then a receiver, athlete, Terrell Carmichael, who are, in my opinion, I think they're a group of five at least type, you know. So we got got a handful of kids spread out, you know, in all, you know, in all classes, you know, and then you kind of got kids of all different ranges, from again, from power five to, NAIA to JUCO to, you know, to kind of all of it. So we got the full gamut and obviously some are better students than others, you know, so we really like what we got. We really like our eighth grade class and our, you know, and our ninth grade team and our eighth grade team. So, you know, so I think the future is very, very bright here at Carrollton. Coach, you said you got a handful. It looks like a very big handful of talented players <laughs> over over there for the Trojans. Coach, you talked about a little bit about what uh, makes uh, 
Kevin Swinton, Chaz Chambler special, kind of the, the uh, good grades in the classroom and, and that, that stuff. But uh, how about some of the other players on your team who are high performers in the community uh, and in the classroom off and away from the football field? Yes, sir. You know, I mean, we had like we had four of our kids. Golly, it was Grant Briscoe, Stephen Slappy, who's who's the son of our team doctor. Who was the other one? Chase Sipola. Why can I forget? And there, and I think there was one other one, but they went to a special needs camp like like this past week, and you know, and went out there and spent I think all maybe it was like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, kind of, I can't, I, I don't know if it was camp sunshine, it, but it was, you know, it just little things like that, that these kids go out and do, uh, you know, and they represent their family. They represent this football program. They represent this community, you know, to just, 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 they represent them all of that greatly, you, you know, and I love, I love seeing it. You know, our football team goes and reads to the middle school. They go to test and pep rallies. They read at the elementary school, um, you know, because we got a lot of kids who have, you know, have younger siblings and such, too. And uh, one of the best one of the best things that I, that I can say is my three years here, uh, I always read out this stat at our at our banquet. And when you combine our three years that I've been here, our overall team GPA has been a 3.3. Wow. And, you know, and that's something that I really hang my hat on because anytime I can give my team an analogy of something that's real in my life that I always try to give them, like if I didn't have the Hope Scholarship coming out of high school, um, I probably couldn't have couldn't have afforded to go to a four-year institution. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom and dad didn't go to college, you know, so I was one of the first ones in my family. And so, you know, I, I always kind of, you know, I, I always explain that to them, you know, with the whole academic side of it, because that's going to open, that's going to open a lot more doors than the athletic side will. And, you know, and we have an academic coordinator here and study hall and this and that, and, you know, weekly grade checks. And if they're failing too, they can't play and this and that. So, they just got to know the importance of it, you know, and, and, and they know, I mean, we talk about that just as much as we talk about X's and O's, you know, and, and watching film and this and that. So it's, it's something that we're proud of, but it's also something that I want them to be proud of that you can be a really good football player and be a really good student. Like those two can mesh and you can be these, you know, the true definition of a student athlete. And for the most part, they they uh they uh, buy into that, but you know we got other kids who are super involved in their churches, you know with with life groups and singing and they're in the band and you know and they help in every aspect of their churches, you know because obviously you know the 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 uh, what would you say the church scene is you know is real big here obviously mm-hmm. in the south but mm-hmm. you know but it, but it's, but it's real big here at Carrollton. I mean our assistant defensive line coach Fred Ricks. You know, he works here at the school, but 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 he's a full time pastor, mm-hmm. you know, so having that, you know, having that on the staff is great. And, you know, so we we have a lot of kids who are, you know, who are involved in a lot of different aspects outside of football, you know, who, who are also involved in a lot of things, you know, different clubs and, you know, in student government and student council and this and that, which which that's what we want. Like just like 
how, you know, the big debate is don't specialize, you know, specialization now in youth sports and high school sports, but we take it a step further, you know, don't, don't, don't just play sports, mm-hmm. you know, do, you know, do, do other things and meet other people. Cause there's so much, you know, there's so much more out there to see and meet and do. And, um, you know, and again, for the most part, they kind of, they kind of listen to us and when they do, they just, you know, it's kind of ironic that they always seem to enjoy that stuff. Good deal, Coach. Great to see uh, that much community involvement uh, over there in Carrollton. Coach, uh, two-part question here. Uh, one, the first part is, are there any games circled on your on your schedule or any rivalry games that you guys really get up for? Second part, would love for you to give us an outlook on uh, on your region this year. I know you have a couple of cupcakes on the schedule in Rome and Kell, um, and I say that tongue in cheek. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, c- kind of give us an idea of of uh, what Region Seven looks like for you, uh, and, and also, like I said, any rivalry games or, or big games on the schedule. Yes, sir. Well, you know, it just so happens to be, you know, our first one is August fifteenth. You know, did this Thursday going up against Bremen and, you know, they're 20 minutes up the road. So, you know, our kids know their kids, you know, and that, and we scrimmaged them last year, you know, so our kid, our kids will be fired up. You know I mean? You know, it's not a scrimmage where, you know, you kind of don't know the team and this and that, I mean, you, you just kind of just reached out and got in, you know, and got a good opponent. So our kids will be fired up, you know, I mean, Bremen's a good squad, you know, they, you know, they're coached well, they're tough nose and they went to the playoffs last couple of years. So, you know, that's definitely the one that, that, that our kids have circled for a while. I think our, our top, our top, uh, rivalry game obviously is going to be our first region game, September 13th, actually my birthday. Um, it's against Villa Rica, mm-hmm. you know, they're 25, 30 minutes up the road from us, you know, uh, just generations of people have played each other and are still around here. And um, when I actually took the job, the regions had just shook up and reclassification and Villarica and Carrollton got in the same region. Well, we used to always play each other and hadn't played each other for a long time. That's, that, that's the game that everybody talked, talked to me about, you know, that's just the, the, that's the biggest community rivalry. So, you know, at, from a rivalry standpoint, I think from a community, it's that. Um, you know, I think if you ask our players, I would say they're going to say it's either that or Rome for the, for, you know, for the sheer fact of the last three years. You know, we've been in three battles with them. Uh, we have played them, you know, the toughest, uh, you know, some of the closest. If you look at all three, now mm-hmm. it doesn't doesn't mean much because we're zero and three. You know, I mean against them, uh, but you know, I mean obviously, not that we're looking past anybody. But I think if you're looking at just the region, I think if you want to win it, you're going to have to knock off the king. You know, you're going to have to knock off the champ. You know, and right now Rome is the reigning region champion. You know, so if you know, so we're gonna have to we're gonna have to figure figure out a way to, you know, to obviously you know be you know be be at our best that week. But you know, I mean, we open up game one, you know, against East Coweta over at West Georgia in the West Georgia Classic, you know, at that at, at that beautiful venue, and they're a seven A program, mm-hmm. you know. So we so we have our hands full right off the bat, you know. Obviously, we're five A and they're seven and. Uh, Coach Small does a fantastic job over there. I've actually known him for a long time. He was at South Cornette, and 
Um, you know, so, you know, and then we got a Riverdale squad who comes in here, who's always extremely athletic and extremely well coached. And, you know, so those are our two non-region games and they're not, they're not pushovers, but by any means, but then you get into our region and we, and, and we got a big region. Mm-hmm. We got a nine team region. So, you know, villarica has got a new head coach, um, you know, coach Honeycutt from, uh, Grayson. And then before that, oh God. Was he at East Jackson or Jackson? I, I I always get that confused. I think he might have been at East. Um, so I've so I've kind of known him for a little bit, and they're always athletic. You know, I mean, they're always going to be athletic. And again, when Carrollton and them play, toss the records out. You know what I mean? That does not matter. You know, we just, we just better come to play. And then actually, the second one, September twentieth, we're we're at home versus Rome. So, you know, hopefully we can kind of have that ball rolling in the right direction. And I think Rome, I think coach Reed just got that program rolling. And, uh, you know, people always ask me, well, Rome's not going to be as good. And, you know, <laughs> and, and, and I just, and I just literally like, I, like I just shake my head and just go now, what would cause you to say <laughs> something like that? You know, I mean, when you're winning, you know, people want to, you know, people want to join you, but he's also getting all the kids in the school building to come out. Mm-hmm. You know, he's also getting, you know, he's, you know, he's, he's getting everything he can out of that high school because mm-hmm. the la- that, that run that they've made the last three years, those were, I mean, those were Rome kids. I mean, those were kids who were there. Right. And, you know, and, and I actually got to, I actually got to know him a long time ago when he was at East Paul and I actually recruited his son Colton when when uh I, when i was at Boston state so we know rome's going to reload um you know they're going to be as good as ever you know and, and they and then you get into a stretch of three games where they're not the perennial top every year but they always have enough players that scare you and they always have good enough coaching that scares you you know that's east paulden that's cass and that's woodland you know and they're just going to be competitive i mean i I think our region is the toughest in all of 5A. I may be a little biased, but I think from top to bottom, I think it is. I think with the quality of players and coaches that you get, um, I think I because you better come to play week in and week out, you know, and then we go play Kel. You know, I think Kel, I think they're going to be really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Coach Sloan does a heck of a job over there. You know, last year at, at our region meeting, you know, all these kids are getting nominated and it's like every kid he's putting up is a sophomore or a junior. And I was like, Oh my Lord, you know, I mean, I mean, can these kids be seniors, you know? And then we finish with Paulden County, you know, coach, you know, coach, coach, uh, Van Spence does a, does a heck of a job over there. And he, again, he's always got a couple of athletes and he's always, he's a, he's a brilliant offensive minded guy, you know, and then we finish with Hiram who two years ago, you know, they, they came down here and embarrassed us. Mm-hmm. I mean, embarrassed the mess out of us. So, you know, it's one of those years. I think it's one of those regions where you just better come focused, you know, and we always talk about good efforts around here and, you know, and focus is one, you know, trying to get, <laughs> trying to get, <laughs> trying, trying to get teenagers to focus on what they need to focus on when, when they're here is a tough task, you know, with, obviously everything that they got going on in their lives. So, you know, our schedule's tough, but that's why I think the teams in our region make deep playoff runs because, you know, you've, you've, you've prepped yourself for that. 
you know, and uh, that that's why it never shocks me that, you know, typically four out of the eight or three out of the eight teams are always teams from this region. Coach, um, there's no doubt that uh, folks who think the Rome Wolves will drop that far significantly is that's uh, I, I would imagine they've got another thing coming. And, and as you mentioned, very competitive region seven. Um, you know, I, I kind of looking up and down and do my previews and I'm like, good night. It just uh, there's no easy week for you guys. So uh, no, sir. Um, Kind of switch back to you, and once again, Coach Sean Calhoun, the head coach of the Carrollton Trojans, joins us on the Turt Ferguson Reports Conversations with Coaches. Coach, what do you want your legacy to be when you're finished coaching? Great question. You know, I I want you know I want people to say that you know that Coach did it the right way. You know, Coach Coach was worried about and was focused on winning but he was more focused and more worried about his players. And, you know, I think, I think if I can do those two things on a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly basis, season in and season out, that I think, I think the ball is going to bounce my way more than not. I think the, I think the ball will bounce Carrollton's way, you know, more than not, you know, I'm, I just, I have a set of morals and a set of standards and ethics and, you know, and I'm going to, and I'm going to stick to them, you know, and that's just, that's how I was raised. And that's, that's what I believe in. It has, has helped me be successful to this point, you know, and will help us kind of be successful. You know, people say, well, you haven't been that successful because you hadn't won a state championship as a head coach. And, you know, and I would say I completely agree, but, People have different definitions of success, you know, um, selfishly, you know, do I want to be the best head coach that's ever came through Carrollton? Of course I do. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the, that's the, that's the competitor in me. You know, what I love to finish as, you know, as the winningest or one of the winningest coaches in the state of Georgia history. Sure. Would, would absolutely love that. But if I don't ever get there, you know, I'm, I'm never going to hang my head, you mm-hmm. know, um, and this is just going to be a place where we love each other and, you know, we're going to work and we're going to, you know, we're going to work as hard as we can and try to win every game we can, you know, but I'm also going to care about my kids and it's going to be a family atmosphere up here. So that's kind of, it's kind of want how I want people to know what this place is about, know me. And then fast forward X amount of years when, when they boot me out of this place, that, that that's kind of that's kind of how I how I how I ran the program. Wrapping it up with Coach Sean Calhoun, Coach, just two more questions for you, and hopefully they're okay. softballs. Um, <laughs> what's the best place to get a pregame meal over in Carrollton? Oh goodness! Um, well, I guess I'll be a little biased here. We our pregame meal uh, we get it catered in by Billy Bob's, so. Um, I don't think you can go wrong there. Um, obviously, I feel I, I feel good enough to uh, feed our team that. But you know that th- there's a lot of restaurants on the square down in down in downtown Carrollton that is that is really good place to eat, and they got kind of everything that you want. We kind of have everything here in Carrollton that you could have, but we feed our kids. Billy Bob's. So I guess I'll say, Hey, just, just, just come and join us one day. 
Fair enough. Last qu- last question or or la- kind of an open forum, Coach, what message do you have for the uh, fans at Carrollton High School and the uh, community in Carrollton and Carroll County about your team this season? You know, the the biggest message that, that I would say is kind of twofold. One, I would say that you're going to, you're going to witness our kids give their best. That's all I ask from them. I'm not, I don't believe, and I don't say the 105, the 110%. I want them to give me their best. And in my opinion, their best is a hundred percent. And they're going to see that when they, when they come and see us practice, when they come and see us lift weights, when they come see us walk the halls, they come see us on Friday night. Um, that's what they're going to see because we, we, we want to represent this community, this team, um, in a very positive manner, and that's how we're going to do it. And then on the flip side, a message that, that I would say is that's why we need this Trojan Nation this year to be the best it's ever been with attendance. We need them to be the loudest they've ever been, and, that, and, that, and that's not for me. I could, you know, I could care less if there was one person in the stands, you know, like you're having an inner squad scrimmage and there's nobody there or or there are those four dads that are there every single practice you know um but for the kids as hard as our kids work they need that like they like they need this community behind them they need them in the seats they need them loud and cheering because if everybody knew what these kids do on a daily basis the the long days they have the getting up early, the working out, the this and that, that, that they probably scream until they're hoarse, you know? So, um, that's what, that's what, that's what these kids need. And that's what these kids deserve. Coach Calhoun, thank you so much for your time today. Uh, as we mentioned, you guys get kicked off on the 30th over at West Georgia against East Coweta. Uh, we certainly wish you the best of luck this season and uh, hopefully can get, get past that quarterfinal round. Art, thank you, thank you so very much, and I will, I will take as much luck as we can get. I promise you that. <laughs> I was told one time, luck is a residue of hard work. So if you guys are working hard, that uh, that luck will find you. Amen to that. Thank you very much for having me. That was Coach Sean Calhoun, the head coach of the Carrollton Trojans. The Trojans get their season started next week on August 30th as they play East Coweta over at West Georgia. As we mentioned before, the Trojans play in that very difficult Region 7 in Class 5A. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of the Turd Ferguson Report and our conversations with coaches. That's going to do it for us today. Don't forget, you can find us on the web at turdferguson.com. That's T-U-R-D. F-U-R-G-E-S-O-N dot com or on Twitter at Turd Ferguson RPT. T-U-R-D-F-U-R-G-E-S-O-N-R-P-T. If you like what you're hearing, make sure you comment in our comment section or leave us a message on Twitter. Make it a great day, everybody. 